What is up, Sports Sharing fam? Welcome back to episode 25 of the Sports Sharing Podcast. In this episode, I talk with 6'3 guard Cade Stinnett from Greenwood High School in Kentucky. I talk with Cade about his recruitment process, his expectations for his last two years of high school, and we even talk about his impressive season averaging 16 points a game. This episode is brought to you by Hoopscene, and you definitely want to subscribe and download the Sports Journey podcast because you do not want to miss more episodes from us. Now go enjoy this episode. Hey, Cade, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Let's jump right into it. Players in the class of 2022, like you, have recently allowed to get calls from college coaches. Have you got a call from any college coach or any colleges? Uh, yes, I actually, since that contacting period started, I've been reached out. Um, schools that have contacted me, um, Liberty University, Belmont University, mm-hmm. Lipscomb University, um, UIW in San Antonio, um, and um, Western Carolina. Were you expecting some of these calls or what was your experience like talking to some of these colleges for the very first time? Uh, I was expecting a few of, I was expecting a few of them because my high school coach had been in contact with some of them before the player contacting period started, mm-hmm. but it was pretty crazy just talking to D1 coaches cuz I've yeah. grown up such a big college basketball fan and I never thought I'd be in the position to actually be one of the players. Uh-huh. And growing up like you said you never thought you you never thought you were in the position to do that. Did you always see yourself going to a Division One school playing basketball? Um, I always saw myself. Well, I always saw myself growing up. I thought I could play college basketball at some level, but really, these past or mm-hmm. I guess this past years when I kind of realized that I could play at the D one level. Yeah, I kind of. I guess I kind of like exploded my sophomore year. So I guess that's kind of when I realized I could play at the D1 level. What about other sports? Was was foot, was basketball always your main site? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, grew, growing up, I played some football, but I mean, I was pretty good at football. But <laughs> yeah. I I, I kind of stopped to play um, to just focus on basketball because I thought that was you know the best path for me. Mm-hmm. So when did you stop? Uh, I think I stopped like right before middle school when everything got serious with basketball. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you're getting all these call, you're getting all these college coaches calling you and really contacting you now. Did you always see yourself going to a certain school? Did you have a dream school? Um, I mean, obviously I got like power five dream schools, but Uh I'm sure like, some of those are out of reach, but I guess yeah. a mid-major um, dream school for me would probably be like Western Kentucky because that's right in my hometown. Uh huh. That would probably be the mid-major dream school for me. Yeah, and w- was that your favorite team growing up, or who was your favorite team? Um, I'm, a f- I'm a huge Kentucky fan, but um, yeah, my dad works at Western. I got a lot of history with Western, so though they have them in Kentucky have always been my favorite teams growing up. Mm-hmm. And having Kentucky and Western, Western, one of your favorite teams. What about players? Do you have a favorite player, or a player that you try to model your game after? Um, 
I guess NBA-wise, I really like Kawhi Leonard's game because I think I think being a two-way player defensively and offensively is really key to playing at every next level that you can get to. Mm-hmm. Having players like Kawhi being your favorite player and Western Kentucky being one of your favorite teams, what about your family? What kind of role have they had on your life? Uh, they played a big role. Um, my, both my parents were athletes, and mm-hmm. um, both my sisters are athletes. So they've just been a really big support system for me, and they've always kept me on the right track, even though it might probably gets hard sometimes being a parent of an athlete. But they've always just uh, kept me on the right path to what I need to do to succeed, I guess, to get to the spot where I'm at now. Yeah seems like they're very supportive and you said your parents played sports what's their athletic background uh my mom played uh basketball and softball and she was a uh, i think she's like her second all-time leading scorer at her high school oh wow and yeah she was pretty good and <laughs> my dad my dad just played basketball but his team was like you know, they were like state contenders, so he was on a little better team than my mom, I think. <laughs> yeah, and playing basketball at such a high level and really getting offers from all these colleges, how have they supported your athletic goals? Uh, they've, they've supported them a lot. My mom, is she's always been the one to keep me on the right track of probably what I should do and um, what I should continue doing to be at a high level basketball player. And my dad has really played the part of, you know, getting my name out and getting in colleges looking at me. And my dad's been really big into networking and that kind of stuff. So they've both played different roles, but equally both important. I can tell your parents have played big roles in your life and they've really helped you grow as a player as well. You said you had two sisters. Are are you competitive with them at all? <laughs> uh, yeah, I am, but I think I got the athletic uh, edge on them <laughs> a little bit. So more yeah. of whenever I was younger, I guess. Yeah. What? How so? Do they play basketball? What do they play? They play. They're both volleyball players. Okay. They're yeah. both. They're both good too. Yeah. Most of. I swear, all the girls are volleyball's the new craze now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah, so getting on to high school, you were finishing your sophomore year at Greenwood High School in Kentucky playing point guard. Do you have any records or achievements there? Um, I think I have some single season scoring records. Um, and I think I hold the free th- oh, like the single season free throw record. Yeah, I saw that. You 70% something like that. Yeah, well, that's just how many I shot. I think I shot about 250 this year. Oh, wow. So I, I, think I, made, I think I made about seven or eight a game. Wow, that's really good. And what about what about your team? Do you, have you guys won state or have you guys won district? Uh, well, we got a really tough district with uh, Bowling Green and yeah. Warren Central. So it's kind of hard to get out of the district and region, but... I think this upcoming year we can definitely probably make it to state. Mm-hmm. And not winning state yet, you and your team might feel as if you have a chip on your shoulder. What effect has that had on you, and what are your expectations for the next two years of high school? Um, We got a couple returning varsity starters, so I think 
having that experience and our last year Mm -hmm. that was our first year of our new coach and we made a lot of big strides with that so I think having that experience back and having one year under our belt with our new coach um, I think that's really going to help us in the future Mm -hmm. and especially my senior year because I think we'll have one of the best teams in the region we already do have one of the best teams in the region but I think if we don't do it this junior year we can definitely do it our senior year yeah and having a new coach right now how how has he and other coaches helped you grow as a player at Greenwood uh I think my coach at Greenwood right now he's really good he's really like a player's coach so yeah. he really he really takes into account what people like me have to say have playing a big role on the team so I think just having a player's coach that's going to listen to you and take into account everything you have to say I think that really helped me take a big leap from my freshman year to my sophomore year about just what I have to do to be successful in a tough region and a tough state. Yeah, big strides like that is a big deal for your team and especially for your future. What about players? Is is there any player that you have the most fun playing with or some I consider the dynamic duo? <laughs> uh, at my high school, um, actually... Western Kentucky's head coach, Coach Stansberry, his son plays with me. Okay. And a lot of people, or we kind of have a, we kind of have a big three at Greenwood. Um, uh, they're both, they're both WKU coaches' sons, and they, everyone at Greenwood kind of considers us the big three. Um, so I yeah. guess, I guess them two and me, they're probably my favorite teammates to play with. Yeah, and having that big three out of the players that you've played against, maybe on your team or players on different teams, who's the toughest player you've had to guard? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't really know high school-wise. It was probably some, somebody my freshman year in our region. Um, but I've played against some some pretty nationally ranked players um, in, a, in like AAU circuits mm-hmm. around the around the country. So probably one of the AAU um, circuit guys that I've had to guard is probably the hardest guys I've ever had to guard. Yeah. So you said it was in your freshman year. Did you play varsity as a freshman? Yeah, I started varsity as a freshman, actually. Oh, wow. And how, how did you get there so early? Because most players maybe don't even get to the varsity level until junior, senior year. Uh, I think... The biggest thing for me is I came into high school. I've always been a scorer, but I came into high school my freshman year knowing I wasn't the main scorer. Um, so I tried to impact the game in different ways. So I tried to rebound and play defense and, I don't know, just be somewhat of a spark. And eventually it just got me into a starting role. And that's when the scoring came along because people were focused on other guys. But – I think I just really tried to focus on the little things my freshman year instead of scoring because scoring always doesn't give you the playing time. So. Yeah. Focusing on the little things, let's talk about the big things. What are your expectations for the next two years of high school? Um, I uh, Individually, I'd say I expect to continue to grow um, my – scoring abilities at all three levels uh want to become more physically fit for our region and continue to work on my strength um 
and just get every all my averages up and maybe yeah senior year being a running for uh player of the year but as a team i think we can definitely make a lot of strides these next two years as a team and um hopefully go to state mm-hmm. and those are some big goals do you do you have any idea if your season will continue and you have the chance to really achieve those goals uh yeah i think right now i think we're definitely gonna have a season i think we might just have to play at like our regional teams so i think the games instead of about 30 35 games would be limited to like yeah 20 games so but that that's better than nothing <laughs> yeah that that is very true and Earlier, you said you trying to improve your stats in all levels and, of course, improve your short range, medium range, and long range. You had a very impressive season, averaging 16 points a game, being able to shoot at all levels. And what really stood out to me was your ability to drive to the rim with contact. What do you think is the best part of your game? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um getting to the rim and getting to yeah. the foul line and making making tough finishes is definitely the my uh sh- it's always been my strong spot in my game. Uh I've always had a quick first step to get by defenders and I think I've just been blessed with a good touch at the rim. So um but I really I really just need to I really just want to focus on my outside shooting because in college I think that's going to become really key. Mm-hmm. Um especially when defenders think they figured you out and then you hit a three then it's pretty much impossible to guard so yeah (laughs) but the strength of my game is definitely getting to the rim and getting to the foul line yeah i i was watching your highlights and i was really impressed like almost every time you went in there and just get bounce off the guy and hit a hook shot or something like that (laughs) (laughs) right yeah and not only do you have an impressive skill set of hitting tough shots with contact, I also see a big man mentality in you getting rebounds with the being a 6-3 guard, which is very impressive. Where do you think you get this big man mentality from? Uh, I don't really know where I get it from. I've always kind of had a I guess sixth sense as you said, as you could say for yeah. going in. I could I think I just got a good eye for where the ball is going to be off offensive rebounds and you know, I guess a lot of players get lazy and don't box out. So yeah. I can just, they don't really box out the guards. So I can just go in there and I got a good leaping ability. So I just yeah. go up and get the rebound and I got a good touch. So it just all comes together for me. Yeah, I can, I can tell. And starting to get into travel team, you said you played AAU earlier. What travel team are you going to play with whenever we have travel hoops back again? Or are you already in your travel hoop state right now? Uh, I play with Manimal Elite. It's a team out of Louisville. We play on the Adidas Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we actually play in Indianapolis tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, we haven't played in any tournaments yet. We've just played a couple scrimmages. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow is our kind of our first like tournament type scene. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Sportionary will be right back after this quick message. It is bounce back season at Hoopscene, and the 2020 schedule is here. Go to hoopscene.com slash events for a phase one schedule release. Space is limited, and these events will fill up fast. Connections matter more than ever in 2020, and our Hoopscene platform is second to none. Be sure to follow Hoopscene on Twitter for real-time updates. Now back to the episode. 
and starting to get into college have have you got your first offer yet uh no i haven't because or not because there's no excuses but um i think you know i've always been under the radar and Mm -hmm. coaches just coaches kind of just started uh contacting me and i think it's a long recruiting process but yeah i think it's looking good for the future yeah you're just finishing your sophomore year you have a lot more time to go and are you expecting one sometime soon during this summer or next year uh yes i'm i think i'm uh, expecting one next year um maybe there's a couple schools that are pretty heavily on me so who knows what they can do, but it's kind of hard to offer a guy that you haven't really seen play because of all the COVID rules and yeah. they can't, the coaches can't really come and see you yet. So that I, I understand how that's kind of hard to just go off of film. Mm-hmm. And having college coaches off, um, having college coaches that are interested in you that haven't offered yet. What do you want colleges to know about you? Uh, every time I talk to a coach, I just like to tell them that, uh, no matter what, no matter how the game is going, that mm-hmm. for me, even if I'm not scoring, they're always gonna get 110 percent effort and a guy that's gonna lock down on defense and just be, be a vocal. So I just like to focus on. I just like the college coaches to know that I can do the little things, even if I'm not having a good game of scoring, or if somebody else is hot, then I can still do the little things for the team. That's a good way to look at it. And- with all this, with all the colleges that are interested in you right now, what are some of them? Uh, I'd say the main ones right now are Liberty University in Virginia and and uh, probably Lipscomb and Belmont in Nashville. Those are probably the top three. Uh huh. And during this unfortunate time period with the corona, recruitment has been kind of weird and. It's unfortunate for some of the people that won't be able to play and colleges can't see them. How have you really handled your recruitment process during this time? Um, it's been pretty hard, but I think now that ever since June 15th when the contacting period opened, it hasn't been it hasn't been as tough because we're allowed to do basically anything now with texting and calling and mm-hmm. emails and all that. So it's up to that point. It was pretty tough because coaches couldn't respond to you and all that stuff. So we've kind of had to go through. I've kind of had to go through my high school coach, and I mean that's pretty tough because it's not direct um, communication, I guess. Yeah. Have you done anything with the Zoom style of recruiting? Uh, not yet. They've just kind of. They just kind of usually just call me and we just talk on the phone. But Zoom has. We've done Zoom with my high school stuff, so my my high school coach likes to use it a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely a big thing with all these Zoom visits right now. I think it's really interesting. Have you taken a visit yet? Maybe prior to the pandemic, or are you planning to take one soon? Uh, I'm planning to take one whenever um, all the rules are are uplifted. The coaches uh, have asked me to come on some visits. Hmm. And with those visits, what what ones are you planning to go to? Uh, I think I'm planning to visit the whenever I can visit Liberty and whenever I can visit um, UIW in San Antonio. Um, I think those two will be the first ones that I visit. With all these schools that are interested in you and that you're going to visit soon, 
which which schools are really standing out to you right now? Uh, I don't really know if any are standing out. I love every single school that's contacted yeah. me so far because I don't. Know, it's just it's just crazy a blessing that D one schools are interested in me. So I don't think I have any favorites. I think I just love them all, and you know I'm just super honored that they are looking at me. Mm-hmm. And choosing a college for your commitment decision is obviously one of the biggest moments in your life. And what what's a must need for a college or something that you really want a college is a college to have? Um, I think a, a big part for me in a college is I just think the coaching staff. Um, I just want the coaching staff to push me and yeah, kind of us have a. I guess a tough love relationship. I think that's kind of a big part of what I'm looking at and a team that I feel like I can um, come in and help and a team that could possibly make it to the tournament. Yeah. And do you think academics would have a big part in your commitment decision? Uh, I think so. I think they will actually. I think they definitely will. Um, especially with my, with my mom. I think she's going to want me to, uh, go to a school that'll give me high academics because, you know, basketball, basketball doesn't um, last your whole life. So you got to go somewhere where you're, you're going to have a future too. So I think that'll definitely play a role. Yeah. Your, your mom's got knowledge. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. And having basketball and school at the same time, is it tough trying to find the balance to do both? Uh, it gets pretty tough. Um, it gets pretty tough sometimes, but you know, the teachers at our school, they, um, they know, they know, um, what we're going through and they are very thoughtful with, you know, throughout the season, but, um, it's, it's tough to balance, but I think all the athletes at Greenwood handle it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you have any academic maybe achievements uh i made all state academic my freshman year oh wow and um i think i'm in i'm in the national honor society at greenwood right now wow yeah wow you're good at basketball as well as academics that's impressive (laughs) (laughs) and for one of my last college questions is as of 2021 players can profit off their name in college sports have you thought about this new addition at all? And if you have, how do you plan to execute it? I actually have thought about it a little bit. Um, um, I haven't thought about it to the extent of how I would take advantage of it, though. So I guess I'll have to think a little bit more about that. But I definitely have thought about that. And that's, you know, that's pretty eye opening to players that could be possibly playing in college. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And some other questions I like to ask is, during this pandemic, how have you been keeping yourself in the best physical shape possible for your next upcoming seasons? Um, uh, during the pandemic, I've been lifting weights at my house and running, and mm-hmm. um, trying to get trying to play in parks whenever they open back up. Yeah, but. I kind of tried to take advantage. I tried. I kind of tried to be smart and take advantage of it because without games, we're not really burning calories. So, you know, this is a good time for all the basketball players. If you're going to put on weight, now was probably the time to do it. Uh, if you're going to put on muscle, so 
I tried to take advantage of that since I'm not burning out. I'm not burning off all, all my calories. So that's kind of, that's kind of how I. Mm-hmm. And besides the physical aspect of things, how have you been keeping yourself busy and having fun? Uh, I mean, half the time during the pandemic, we couldn't even do anything. So I kind of <laughs> just, I kind of watched old film for a while, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, I just tried to stay as connected with basketball as I could. And now that everything is going somewhat back to normal, I think um, I think it's pretty easy again to uh, stay focused and stay busy now. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing any new video games? I know COD's been a big deal right now. <laughs> uh, I played it a little bit, but I've kind of always been the bad player in the, out of the group. You know, I was always... <laughs> I was always the one that was good at athletics, but bad at video games. So, <laughs> and there's no competition right now. How how have you been keeping a uh, competitive edge during this time? Because you said the parks aren't open right now. Um. Well, it was really hard during the corona to keep that up, but now that um, the Kentucky State uh, Athletic mm-hmm. Association is letting us practice and do stuff again. I guess just playing one-on-ones and stuff like that is how I've been keeping it up. Mm-hmm. And for my last two questions, these are questions that I like to ask. If if you could play anyone one-on-one, dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, probably... I don't want to sound vague when I say this, but I mean, probably LeBron just because he's <laughs> ever since growing yeah. up, he's been the, he's, I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time, but he's been the goat of my generation. So, uh-huh. um, probably him mm-hmm. or if not him, probably like John Wall, since I'm a huge Kentucky fan growing up, he was kind of a Kentucky legend. For my last question, where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years? In the next five to ten years, I see myself either either still playing at a college or being graduated early or not early, but not playing my graduate year. Um, and then just staying connected with the sport in some type of way and I guess starting to start my life. Yeah. Well, Cade. Thank you again for coming on the show, and I wish you the best luck throughout your basketball career and your next upcoming seasons. Good luck. Thank you. Another big thanks to Cade for coming on the show, Hoopscene for sponsoring this episode, and of course, Sportionary Fam for listening in. Don't forget to subscribe and download the Sportionary Podcast, and I, Ron Savala, will be signing out. New episode on Friday.